When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listening to 630 Chet Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. One minute left in the second period. Flames in Minnesota. Still no goals. They're playing four on four hockey. Vegas loses 2 1 to the Panthers, so they stay at 82 points. LA also with 82 atop the Pacific. Seattle and Edmonton both with 78. The Kraken play the Ducks later. The Maple Leafs win 4 3 in New Jersey. Austin Matthews, the game winner on the power play with 2.53 left, is 20. 29th of the season in the first Blues and Coyotes 1-1 Avs lead the Sharks 2-zip third period Buffalo and the Islanders 2-2 lightning up 4-2 on Philly with four and a half minutes left Blue Jackets and Penguins are starting overtime tied 4-4 and three and a half minutes left in Montreal Canadians leading Carolina 3-2 Cooey wins again at the Briar he's 6-0 10-1 over Nunavut. They shook hands after eight ends. Bryn Griffiths joining me here in studio. We're having a great chat here on Inside Sports. Bryn, thanks again for uh, coming in. There's something else we want to talk about. Sure. How's your health? How are you feeling? I feel like a million bucks. Good. Nobody will write me a check. <laughs> the uh, No, I, I really do. I feel great. Uh, and, I, and I really shouldn't. And I really shouldn't even be here. But I am. And I just count my lucky stars. Uh, you know, it's the old thing. I, I truly believe now that I was, I was spared so that I could continue to do some other work. And that is to try to inspire or give some advice or try to be a cheerleader for anybody else going through cancer. And I went through a really bad... It's almost... It'll be three years ago coming up next week. I had cancer surgery on a stage four stomach cancer situation that I was in that I had a tumor in my stomach high up in my stomach there was only one way to to try to fix it if it was even going to be possible and that was to get a total removal of my stomach and everybody says you can live without a stomach well I'm here and yes you can all they do is they attach the esophagus to the uh, the upper part of your intestines so what happens is instead of this little sac that your food sits in and starts the digestive process you're asking your intestines to do the digestive process right from the get-go. And so all it means for me is I can't eat three big meals a day. I have to eat eight little tiny ones. So uh, I, the, one of the big things for me, and I, yeah, they have to be high in calories too, because when you lose your stomach, you can't produce as much B12. There's all sorts of little rules and regs. But uh, I, I had gone from a very unhealthy 265 pounds three years ago and through the process of the nine months through the surgery I lost about uh, 120 pounds and I bottomed out at 138 pounds and I was on a tube feed and that was in October and I had the surgery done in March and I recognized at 138 pounds wow if, if I don't start eating by mouth and getting food into me 
uh, if this ever comes back, I'm never going to make it. So that kind of was the big challenge for me. I was pretty upbeat and positive anyway through the recovery process, but I recognized that I had to, I had to get my ass in gear. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started to force myself to eat more. And the doctors told me, you'll never, be, you'll never weigh more than 165 pounds now. If I'd have stayed at 250, 260, I probably would have had a heart attack. So I view it this way. The cancer that I went through by having the stomach removed and the, the scan three months later said that I had, they couldn't find cancer anywhere. So my doctor, Dr. Schiller, did remarkable surgery at the Royal Alex in the hospital and everybody was great. I had a couple of iffy days with a, a, a chest infection where they didn't think I was going to make it. And the family was informed that, well, we're not sure if he's going to make it, but he, he might. And I'm here. So... That, to me, is a success story, but I just, uh, now I'm at the point where I hear from a lot of people who have had or dealing with cancer, and they say, how did you make it through there? I said, well, I had two great mentors just before I went into surgery. One was Dr. Gans Ferentz, who was a psychologist in Edmonton, and he worked with me mentally to get me prepped for the surgery, an eight-and-a-half-hour surgical procedure to remove my stomach. The other guy came to me through Darren Dreger from TSN. And Dregs and Ray Ferraro had done a podcast about three weeks earlier with a guy named Dale Howarchuk, who'd had his stomach removed, and he was explaining his story to the two of them on their podcast. And Darren phoned me and said, you know what, after the show, we were talking about you, and uh, I, I want to know whether or not I can give your number to Dale and have him call you. I said, are you kidding? Hockey Hall of Famer? I never, I, I never recognized or remembered the fact that he's, he was coaching junior hockey. So anyway, he calls me the day before the surgery, and I figure it's going to be a five, ten-minuter, right? And then he'll move on to whatever's next. We talked for an hour and a half, and he pumped my tires. I was flying into that surgery the next day. I was so, let's, let's get this thing out of me. Let's go. He also told me, he said, I don't know if we got to my situation fast enough, but I know you can do it. And so he pumped my tires. I saw the coach part in Dale Howard, Chuck, because he, he'd revved me up for my big game the next day, and that was surgery. And all, all I've done since I've come through all of this is remember Dale. I still have his text messages. I, I can't get rid of them. And a month after my surgery, he started texting me again, what's going on, what's happening? And everything was great until sometime in May, and then things kind of went quiet on the text front, and I went, uh-oh. And then, of course, in, on August 13th, I think was the date, I heard the bad news about Dale, and I cried. I was on my back deck, and I cried because he had meant so much to me to get me through it. And all I determined out of that was, I, if I can be like that to somebody else or do something that can encourage people to, to beat or, or fight cancer as hard as they possibly can with a positive attitude, I'm doing it. So that's my health story. I'm, I'm kind of surging forward and decided that it's time to do what I love, and that's talking to sports people, but talking to sports people who have battled through cancer and have come out the other side and are pumped up and excited to tell their story. And I also don't want to not talk to them about their sports story. So, uh, so we've created this, uh, this podcast, and here's the name of the podcast, and, and it... Either people gasp out when they hear the name or they're shocked and horrified, but I love it. 
Uh, can I say who the other host is? Of course. Dave Jameson is another uh, broadcaster who's gone through a throat cancer episode, and he's come out the other side. So Dave and I on the podcast uh, will talk to another sports personality. It could be anybody, and I'll give you a couple of examples of people we've already talked to, but uh, we're calling it Cancer in the Room. I like okay, that. that's enough I of like a dramatic that. pause. I like that. And the reason being is, is that it's a negative term. Yeah. And everyone says, oh, that's kind of a negative term. No, it's there's three of us on a podcast talking about cancer. Cancer is very much in the room. So we're going to talk about how did you beat that? What have you done? How did you manage to get through it? So we're, we're talking about their story, and then we move into some sports stuff. Uh, our very first uh, person that we talked to, Buck Martinez, uh, Blue Jays broadcaster. Buck was fantastic, of course. Uh, he talked about how, uh, how he battled through it, how much the fans support meant to him. Uh, these are going to get released in short order here, probably by the end of this month, I, I, I think. I'll tell you when. I'll, I'll send you a notification on when it's going to come out. It'll be on Spotify and all the Ear Candy sites, Apple. Uh, we also talked to Jamie Campbell. Also, Jamie will be a little later on in the series. Barry Stafford, the most decorated of all Edmonton Oilers. Wayne Gretzky told me that once. He says, you know, Staffy's the most decorated. I go, what? He said, he's won everything. As a player, he won at the CIAU level right. uh, with Claire Drake. <laughs> he's won Canada Cups. He's won Stanley Cups. He's won World Cups. He's won, he's been on Olympic teams. Wayne listed everything off, and I went, wow, you're absolutely correct. Absolutely right. Yeah. So Staffy is on there. There's uh, Craig McTavish we're taping with tomorrow, Mac. He's had gone through a battle with blood cancer. Mm -hmm. We're talking with him. Uh, Steve Carlson, one of the Hanson brothers in mm -hmm. Slapshot, played for the Oilers for a brief time way back in the WHA. Uh, he, he's battled, he had battled through throat cancer as well. Anyway, the, the list of people, it's amazing. And it, it tells you how much cancer touches people's lives. When you start doing a list of sports personalities or hockey guys alone who've battled through cancers, it just tells you how prevalent cancer is out there. The real secret and the key is finding it as fast as you can. Guys are notorious for just thinking they can, you know, basically power their way through it. Prostate cancer is a big one with NHL guys. I didn't realize it until I did a bit of a, a research thing on it. And I just think guys don't want to get checked. Mm -hmm. Get checked. When you're over 50, you better get checked. If you get to it fast, I, I didn't think I was going to get to this stomach cancer thing fast, but I was able to do it. The other thing about the hockey community, guys came out of the woodwork. I was hearing from guys that I knew from other teams, uh, guys in the Western League, from referees, from general managers. I was shocked at how guys came over the boards for me when they heard I was fighting it. But anyway, the goal of the podcast, Cancer in the Room, is to try to send a positive message out there that you can you can fight through this, and then we're going to find out more about your career. So mm -hmm. that's kind of that's where we're going with it. I work for a company called Road 55, and, and we're, a, we're a, content, a content creation company. We help uh, clients with marketing and that kind of thing. This is the kind of stuff. We love to get involved with fun stuff where we can also pass along a great message, uh, push out great information. And I, I work with Rob Lollisher. 
Uh, he's he's the, the head guy at Road 55, and it's so much fun. We just, uh, every day is a big laugh for us and with big smiles on our face, and I just think that we're, we're uh, this this podcast for us is, is uh, I think for me, it's a legacy piece. This is, I've done a lot of other sports stuff over my 35 years in the, in the biz, but for me, this is a leave behind that's going to, I hope will, I just want to make the same impact that Dale did to me. That's all I, that's, that's all I can say. Brent, that's amazing, and, and thanks for sharing that. I, by the way, I, I, um, I, I know what you, I knew what you went through generally. You know, I, I've seen your social media. You know, we've been in touch going briefly. Public, going public was easy for me, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. No, which is good. But I, I, I mean, just from a medical, I had no idea you did not have a stomach. Like you I knew it was out? stomach cancer, and you had us. <laughs> I, that's I did not know that, that it could just be removed. Well, I, I would have assumed it would have been replaced with something artificial no, or something. The, the, because it was so the the tumor was so high up in my stomach, it was like we got to get the whole stomach wow. out. We may not be able to save you. Well, what option do you have? But it, it's you know it's funny because I had a little tumor we stumbled on a different type of cancer. It was on my right kidney. Mm-hmm. Well, I took my right kidney out. I'm lucky that we're pulling out parts <laughs> that I don't necessarily <laughs> need. It's, you know, I, you can live without point. you can that's, live without a stomach. Okay, it's on a kidney. You got a good one. Okay, we'll just take it out. Yeah. So you know, I, I, I I'm I'm convinced that the brain is next. You know, it's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, he's not using that thing anyway. So let's just take it out of there. Anyway, oh. you don't ever lose your sense of humor. That's all I'm going to tell. Well, everybody. that that's that's very important, and I always remind myself of that. Uh, okay, remind everybody, uh, cancer in the room. Yeah. Starts soon. Uh, I would say probably... Yeah, let me know. Probably early. I know you have a lot of followers, but I'll I'll help you with getting the links out there and stuff. Yeah. And and my uh, Twitter handle, by the way, is at Bryn, B-R-Y-N, Mighty Mouth. Which people can follow that if they are are following me and not following you. Go to to mine, and you'll see the link to Bryn's there as well. Bryn, uh, let's, let's try to do this more often. Because it's, it's an absolute fun. blast. We we didn't even uh, hardly talk about Skinner and McDavid, but well, you know, well, what? we'll bring you in during the playoffs. Yeah, let's do that. And and the other thing too is that you're going to talk plenty about those guys the next little while. By the way, yeah, there's time. <laughs> as long as they get on a hot goaltender run here, they'll be fine. They're going to make it. Uh, before I go, is Halsey's chair still out here? I can sit in just to kind of feel. Oh yeah, help yourself. Like a big wheel. Yeah, help yourself around here. Let the aura rub just, off on you. Exactly. <laughs> That is uh, the amazing Bryn Griffiths on Inside Sports on 6.30, Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Awesome to have Bryn Griffiths join me here on Inside Sports. 6.30, Chad, the play-by-play home of your Edmonton Oilers and your Edmonton Elks. Evan Dom is the Senior Director of Marketing and Communications with the Elks. Evan, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? I'm excellent, Reed. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for hopping on the show, man. Pleased that you were able to make time for us. I know the Elks put out an announcement today that tickets now available for the home opener. Coming up on June 11th, still a ways away, Evan. Uh, how come you guys are getting the ball rolling with ticket sales so early? Yeah, I mean we're excited for the season, so maybe it's just that we're uh, we're just so amped up to go for the season. We wish it was June 11th already, but you know the real reason we're out with tickets for the home opener right now is it gives us some added runway to sell those seats. Um, the more time we have to do that, the better. 
Um, so it, it buys us a little added time to, to get in the market and start talking to people about football. And, you know, frankly, it, it seems like a long ways away right now for, for most of you probably listening, but it's coming down the, the train tracks pretty quickly for us here. And we just wanted to start getting people excited about the season and uh, give them an opportunity to, uh, you know, start making their summer plans a little bit more concretely. And is there not something like if you jump on this quick and get tickets before March 17th, you get in, in a draw for some pretty big events as well? Yeah, that's right, Reed. Anybody who buys home opener tickets between now and the 17th of March on St. Patty's Day is going to be automatically entered into a draw to win, you know, several sets of tickets that we have for some of the huge events that are coming here to Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, we've got Luke Combs coming in June, obviously have the Heritage Classic coming in October here uh, as the Oilers uh, come back to Commonwealth Stadium. So that's exciting. And then uh, there's a little band called Metallica that comes to town in uh, in August of 2024. So people will be entered into win tickets for for all those big events. Okay, so that first game, June 11th against the Riders. Remind me how this guaranteed win ticket is going to work, Evan. So we're uh, we're releasing some some additional guaranteed win tickets, like you said, Reed, as part of this. And the guaranteed win ticket is is relatively simple. We're not saying we're going to guarantee that we win that game, although we think we have a pretty good chance against those uh, pesky Riders. But the guaranteed win ticket is this: you buy a P1 ticket, a guaranteed win ticket. And if you uh, if we win on the 11th, then you just you got to come and watch us win uh, win at home, which has been a long time coming. If we don't win that game on the 11th of June, then you automatically get your seats for the June 25th game against the Toronto Argonauts. Um, and then it just keeps going. You you have a seat guaranteed at Commonwealth Stadium for one low price until we win a game at home. So. Uh, again, that's just the guaranteed win tickets. There's a certain number of those that we have allocated. So if you want to get on that, I would do it uh, quickly. We were able to move quite a few the first time we launched it. So it's uh, it's backed by popular demand. All right. That's pretty cool. And the uh, is the CFL Combine in Edmonton this year? What's going on with that? Uh, yes, the National Combine is coming to the uh, Commonwealth Community Recreation Center here and uh, Commonwealth Stadium. That's the 22nd to the 26th of March. So we'll be welcoming about 80 of the uh, top CFL draft prospects to town, which is exciting. And uh, there'll be there'll be some viewing opportunities for season seat holders around that event. So another perk of being a green and gold season seat holder is the chance to see that. Uh, I got to go to that last year in Toronto. It's a pretty cool event just to see those guys basically have a, a four-day job interview. You know, they have the interviews with, with the different management and coaching teams uh, across the league. And then they're on the field and they have their testing. So it's a pretty robust couple of days for those uh, young athletes to prove themselves ahead of the draft, which is in uh, early May there, May 2nd for the uh, CFL draft. So it's an exciting event and we're lucky to have it here in our own backyard. Okay, cool. We'll watch for that as well. All right, Evan, appreciate the update. Thanks for letting us know what's going on. Of course, people can head to goelks.com to check out the tickets, the schedule, the team roster, all the news and all that fun stuff. Thanks for hopping on the show, man. Awesome. Appreciate the support, Reed. Take her easy. That is Evan Dom. 30 seconds into the third. Still no goals. Flames and the Wild. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of Inside Sports, your studio producer, Kellen Kennedy. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.